Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this time, place, multi-dimensional multiverse that we live in. Hello, magical mothers, friends. <sighs> it is almost Samhain, Halloween. It is almost that time. And I love, love, love dressing up. Do you? Do you love dressing up? I love dressing up. I do not do my makeup every day anymore. And I do, and I do dress up every day. I love dressing up. I long skirts and I adorn myself in clothes that make me feel very feminine and beautiful and amazing. And so my clothes, I have people ask me like, are you going somewhere after this? Like, do you have an event? And I'm like, no, these are just my clothes that I wear. Um, and so, but I don't usually do my makeup. And so as I was doing my makeup today, just a little, just a little uh, flare, as I was doing my makeup today, I thought about this aspect of masking, which is used in neurodivergent or therapy uh, psychology circles for when people with a neurodivergency, such as ADHD or autism, or some other form of neurodivergency mask their true reactions or emotions or aspects inner world to be different for the outer world. And so as I was doing my makeup today, I often think about in the lifestyle culture that we live in, makeup and actually doing a actual mask on your face to make you look a certain way, to make you feel a certain way is very popular. And there's nothing wrong with makeup. There's nothing wrong with any of these tools, with any of these beauty enhancements, I am really for whatever your journey guides you to do you and be you. Um, and in that aspect, it is nice to notice and be aware of when and if we are masking. Because again, all of these aspects just give us more resources into our own inner world so that we have more power, more control, more empowerment, more confidence, more knowing, more beingness of who and what we truly are so that we can step into that space of empowerment. And so that we can literally take off the mask and we can be whatever our kooky selves are despite the fact that growing up, we were told to have a different way of being, a different way of communicating. It was making people uncomfortable. Why do you do that? You make everybody uncomfortable. Why are you too much, too emotional, too this, too that? Um, one of the clients that I have uh, was sharing with me some things that we're gonna be working on with inner child work and it was very similar to my own story. So when I was growing up, all I ever wanted to be do was be a mommy. 
I carried around babies. I had a baby that like was strapped to me or I would swaddle it. I'd go to Toys R Us when there was still a Toys R Us whenever I got money and buy real baby clothes for my baby. And I would wrap it up and people would go, oh my gosh, let me see your baby. And I'd show them and they're like, oh, it's fake. Because of the way that I held the baby and nurtured the baby, they really thought I had like a baby sister that I was just taking care of. And so with this aspect, I learned that an appropriate role for me to play was a mommy. This was something when I said I wanted to be a mommy, I got a response from everyone that was like, oh, that's so nice. And I went, oh, okay, this is a good response. I'm, I'm in the right lane because when I would make potions and when I would ruin my mom's garden by picking all of her beautiful flowers to make things out of them, um, that or when I got muddy or when I was dirty or when I was being wild, when my hair was tangled and messy, these got negative responses over and over and over again. And so it's an interesting thing just in the minute ways that we hone in as neurodivergence to constant, especially neurodivergence who are people pleasers, we hone in on these aspects of really being in tune with the approval of what is acceptable and what is unacceptable to others. And so it's a very interesting dynamic to have this juxtaposition of like, I am this, but I get approval by being this. And so it's not that I wasn't good with children. I ended up being a mother's helper and uh, at about 10. And from then on until 10, until uh, my mid twenties, I was a full-time babysitter and nanny as a job um, when I went to school. So I, children were my everything, but I wonder how much of that programming of when you grow up, you will be a wife and a mother. That was very much reiterated to me growing up. And so I wonder how many of us have these similar programs where we were multifaceted individuals, but we got kind of pigeonholed into something that was appropriate because of the masking that we had to do. The other aspect of masking is if you have TikTok, you've seen people's masking videos of listening to music and having to keep a very stoic face of like, oh, that's good. And very casual when really, when they're not masking and they really have done a lot of work on not masking, when they listen to something, they're like, doing weird facial expressions and like, it's just, so I have an example for myself. I, good morning, Leandra. When I eat something really good, I make audible sounds. So I go, mm, 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 mm. I make like audible sounds about the noises and the sensations. And I didn't actually know that this was not okay until I worked at a boy's home with teenage boys and we all sit around the table and I am 
eating something that I, somebody else made. So it was extra delicious, right? I, I take a bite and I go, mm, 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 mm. this was not something in my family that I was prepared that I should have or needed to mask. And that all of the boys, there was about eight of them, you know, from like 12 to 17, horrible. They just like are so nasty, right? They just went, what are you doing? <laughs> and it was like, what? They were like, mm, and they all started making the noise and I didn't live it down, you know, but I learned very quickly, oh, this is something that is not normal. Shoot, I didn't know that, right? And so we do this even as adults when, if we're not in this aspect of really claiming and remembering and gaining our confidence in our magical selves, we'll do something and people are like, what are you doing? That, that is the face right there, okay? What are you doing? As neurodivergence, we get this question a lot. What are you doing? And this is the beginning processes from being very little, very little, facial tics or crying or any behaviors that are self-suit rocking, things like this, we will get this question, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And that energy that we actually wear because we can feel it from these individuals that are giving it to us, let us know that that is not acceptable. We will not get their love and attention by doing those behaviors. So what do we do? We mask, we stop them, we cut off that part of ourselves. And so it's really an important process to not unmask until you've actually gained a lot of solar plexus or self-confidence, empowerment, knowing yourself fully, so that when you decide to unmask and maybe you decide to self-soothe by rocking when things are getting really intense and this is not something you've ever been allowed or allowed yourself to do. Um, something that I've actually been integrating is covering my ears um, when sounds, because I wasn't allowed to do that as a child, they would be like, what are you doing? It's not that loud, but it was, a, it was overwhelming. So um, something that I've actually been giving myself permission to do is to do that when I'm really overwhelmed and like, I don't want to hear the onslaught. I'm just like allowing myself that ability, that comfort. So as we go through this process of unmasking, there is this space of remembering even our innate coping skills or our innate self-soothing skills. So something else that I do when I go to bed is I rub my feet together and I like rock my body to sleep. And I didn't realize that this was unusual either until I had a roommate in college and she was like, I'm going to come into bed and snuggle you tonight. You know, we'd been drinking or whatever. And I go to rock myself to sleep and she's like, stop it. That's so annoying. And I'm like, you're in my bed. Get out. <laughs> like, no, this is how I go to sleep. 
I did not realize that that was something that a lot of neurodivergent individuals do. It's called stemming. People with ADHD do this as well. So when you're, when you're rubbing certain things together, when you're doing this pattern of repetitive behavior to self-soothe yourself or to put yourself to sleep or to calm down your central nervous system. Oftentimes, these behaviors, especially when we get into school age, stop. And so we just start getting more and more and more anxiety because our body's natural desire to recalibrate our central nervous systems is gone. And we now know we don't have any coping skills to deal with instances or overstimulation or anything of this sort. So it can be very beneficial to have these tools back in our pocket. So um, a lot of times people don't realize that they're even masking. So what is masking? Masking is on a very basic level, doing, wanting, like having an actual internal sensation, such as wanting to cover your ears or such as wanting to rock yourself or as such as wanting to make your face, like say you're listening to this music and you're just like, and it's like making you just, oh, it's so good. You know, it's making your whole body, but we've learned to not do that. So we'll listen to music. We'll look around us. Oh, this is good. And sometimes we'll actually clench to hold ourselves from actually expressing ourselves in a really dynamic way because we've learned that it makes others uncomfortable. Hmm. But what's amazing about all of this is masking can be reprogrammed. And so this is going to be part of what I'm going to be offering. I'm, I've realized I'm going to be creating little classes rather than a full 13 month program in the future because the commitment level, people can take specific classes that are interesting or that interest them. And then, you know, they can eventually get a, a degree. I don't, it's not really going to be a degree, but like, here's all the itinerary of all the classes if you wanted to check them all off kind of a thing. Because this is something that I have been reprogramming, allowing myself the opportunity when I get really excited, I get kind of loud. And, and Travis has mentioned because he's been, he was taught to mask. Um, he's like, you're getting too loud. And I was told this my whole life. When I get excited, I start talking louder and I start laughing and I just get really excited. You've seen me excited. I just, I, but now, I allow my hands to have that frequency and I allow myself to get really excited and I just enter. So this is something that I've actually taken off. It serves me really well, this innate ability to allow my excitement and joy to get volumized, especially at an event. I will be starting to get very excited talking to people about how the potions work and how this works and how it works in the body. And people will stop and start crowding around my booth going, 
what is she talking about? And they'll, they're like, I have this going on. I overheard you say this and I have that. And I, I've never heard it talked about like that before. And so I've really realized how masking deterred and made me say things that were, um, I really hindered myself, especially early on in magical mothering in the Facebook lives in just the words that I used, I really didn't want to upset anybody. I was very careful not to, uh, uh, you know, rub anybody the wrong way. I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And I still have a lot of that. But as somebody who does healing work, I think that's important. That is not so important for others who you know, I try to say, hey, this might be triggering, or I'm going to trigger you, or things like that. That way I can prepare people. So Loni shares, me too, I gestulate, uh, like get, yeah, a lot, right? We use, we're very physical in ourselves. And so this can be a masking thing when we want to do this and we're like, and this thing was over here and there and this. And I had people early on, neurotypical people, I used to sing at the beginning of my Facebook lives, good morning, good morning, hello, how are you? And I would do that. And I actually had, I, when I hired a coach, she told me I should not do that anymore. Don't do that. That's very childish and nobody likes it. And she said, and you really need to do this. She rebranded my whole business. I totally shifted, lost a ton of people. And it was, it was a valuable mistake it, it cost me dearly in so many ways, but I took her opinions as to what people would like, despite the fact that I had a lot of 50 women watching my Facebook live every women, like every mo uh, morning. And so I don't know why people do this, but they do. And especially I find that I have attracted the people that I have attracted traveling across the country. I've attracted more people that all seem to be very similar in their coping skills, in their neurodivergency, in the fact that they have this line of awareness and have this remembering process that they're wanting or willing to go through. And so this aspect of unmasking for Halloween, especially, I want to invite you. I want to create space for you to unmask. Just if, it, if, if this is some of like the first times that you're unmasking, do so as a part of your costume. And it's so liberating. So from today, if you have any um, Halloween events today through Monday, really take this time and this opportunity to dress in a way that you would always wanted to dress. Do your makeup in a way that feels really amazing and alive to you and unmask, be quirky, do your faces, do like all the things that would typically you would be doing normal, like that you would be no, a normal person, be yourself as your character 
over these next few days. And this is something that's really magical because it gives you permission to not dissociate, but to fully associate and integrate with yourself and tap in in a way that can feel really juicy and alive and amazing because we don't typically get a couple day experience to really do this. So let me know if this resonates, if this is going to be something that you're going to do. I'm going to ramp it up while I'm doing an event today. And for Halloween, I'm really going to step into it more and more so because I think it just sounds fun to, to do that. So I still am somewhat aware of how my face looks when I'm doing an event or things like that. So I am really going to get into it because I think it's going to be really fun to be able to create space to, you know, if I feel like I want to do things that hold, that feel good to me, do that as well. So um, I know for me, I just realized I, Today, I really, because the veil is so thin, uh, I may wear a headscarf as well today because just the energies of being at an event and not having a headscarf. Um, so be mindful of those kinds of things as you are getting ready to mask. If you have any sort of influence that you know that happens, wear some sort of a headscarf or a hat so you're not bombarded by other people's thought energies and you can really tap into this in your own inner being well. So let me know how it goes today. Let me know how it feels unmasking today. And if it doesn't feel safe, if you don't quite have the confidence to do it yet, I know Lonise may try it. So I'm excited. And Leandra, um, who are on the live with me, if you're listening to the recording, let me know your thoughts on these aspects as well. Um, there's always the Discord space, which is a much more private space than even here. It's off of Facebook. You can join the Discord through joining Patreon, which is www.patreon.com forward slash magical mothering. Oh, Lonnie says I have a wedding to go to today. So this is perfect. Ah, it is perfect. Oh my goodness. Yes, I'm so excited for you to be able to truly step into the character of Lonise fully and to see how people energetically respond to that because of today. Whereas normally if energetically you came as Lonise, people might go, hey, what's up girl? Why, why are you being so, what's going on? You know, do you need, do you need some support? But because we have this veil thinning and Halloween here, we can get away with so much. So I'm really excited for you. I'm excited for me. I'm excited for us and happy almost Samhain. This, this time is just such an amazing time to tap into. And if you're going, I don't know who I am. One last quick point. I don't know who I am. I don't know who, I don't know who's in here. Connect, connect, connect to the veil. The veil is the other dimensions. Your ancestors are there. Your higher self is there. Your guides are there. 
the angelic world is there. The veil is very, very thin right now. So connect, ask them, who am I? You see the masks, take them all away today. Take all the masks away or take one mask away today. Let me see who that authentic expression is within me. So good morning, Stacy. Thanks so much for being here. You guys have an absolutely happy Saturday and I will see you all tomorrow. Goodbye.